Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Those who had been scattered by the persecution that arose because of Stephen went as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but Jews. There were some Cypriots and Cyrenians among them, however, who came to Antioch and began to speak to the Greeks as well, proclaiming the Lord Jesus. The hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The news about them reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to go to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the grace of God, he rejoiced and encouraged them all, to remain faithful to the Lord in firmness of heart. For he was a good man, filled with the Holy Spirit and faith. And a large number of people was added to the Lord. Then he went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a large number of people. And it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. The word of the Lord. His foundation are all you nations praise the Lord. His foundation upon the holy mountains, the Lord loves the gates of Zion more than any dwelling of Jacob. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. All you nations praise the Lord. I tell of Egypt and Babylon among those who know the Lord, of Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, this man was born there, and of Zion they shall say, one and all were born in her, and he who has established her is the Most High Lord. They shall note when the peoples are enrolled, this man was born there, and all shall sing in their festive dance, My home is within you. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The feast of the dedication was taking place in Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus walked about in the temple area on the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you are not among my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. And it was in Antioch that the disciples were first called Christians. Antioch is in modern-day Syria, north of Israel. Some of the very oldest Christian communities are in Syria. And Luke reports in the Acts of the Apostles that is the case because Cypriots and Cyrenians came there and preached the gospel. Cypriots were from Cyprus, a huge island about 100 miles west of Syria, out in the Mediterranean Sea. St. Paul went there on his first missionary journey with Barnabas, who was from Cyprus. Oh, 1,500 years later, in 1570, the Muslim Turks assaulted 
the island of Cyprus, and massacred its Christian inhabitants. The island was a good jumping off point to invade southern Europe. Pope Pius V was the Pope in 1570. May 5th, next week, is the traditional feast date of St. Pope Pius V. His feast was celebrated on May 5th from 1713 until 1969. In 1571, the year after all the Cypriots were massacred on the island of Cyprus, Pope Pius V banded together what became known as the Holy League, a Catholic force which smashed a larger Turkish fleet at the Battle of Lepanto off of western Greece. It was one of the greatest naval battles in history, nothing short of miraculous, in that it assuredly halted Islam from overrunning Europe. There was no united front to withstand the Muslim onslaught because Pope Pius V, who died in 1572, he had to rule in a Europe that had lost all rationality. You see, a heretical virus had swept over the continent in the run-up to his papacy. It was Protestantism, which took hold in large part due to corruption and vice in Rome. Overnight, Protestantism had spread over England, Scotland, half of Germany, and parts of France. Only Spain remained true to the ancient faith. Now, one would think that since Pope Pius saved Rome and Europe, that, well, he would have been loved. But like Christ, like, like St. Peter, who was crucified in Rome, Pope Pius V was hated. Why? An historian wrote how upon assuming the papacy, Pope Pius got rid of the many extravagant luxuries and amusements surrounding the papacy. He imposed severe sanctions against blasphemy, adultery, and sodomy. Pope Pius then was accused of wanting to turn Rome into a vast monastery. But that didn't make him a hypocrite. Bishops in Rome today, living quite opulently behind Vatican walls, are always going on about the poor and those living on the margins of society. Pope Pius V lived like a monk. He fasted, wore a hair shirt, and was often seen in bare feet. Unlike today, those acts were not mere photo opportunities. It's how he lived. And so, he was hated. Because people love their sins. Isn't it interesting? Pope Pius V saved Europe and he was hated. Christ saved the world. And he is hated. If Pope Pius would have said, well, who am I to judge the invading Muslims or the immoral and scandalous priests? Well, he would have been loved by the world. The media of Pope Pius' day would have fawned over him. Of course, he never would have become a saint. And I wouldn't be talking about him on the run-up to his traditional feast day here in a world of Christian disunity that has lost its rationality.